0: Blood Talk Radio Well, here we go, folks. I apologize for uh, the past twenty-five minutes of not being on the air. Apparently, there was a problem, so I'm I'm calling in on a on a different line. Hopefully, this will now work. Um, you know, I, I let me start from the beginning. I guess nobody was getting the program. I was sitting here talking to myself. What a way to spend a Friday evening. Um, I, I welcome you to the Michael Cutler Hour, and um, again, I apologize for the technical glitch that apparently um it happened this afternoon or this evening uh, i, I want to start out by talking about the article that i just wrote that was in front page magazine the senate voted to end the emergency on the border the subtitle but hezbollah isis the gangs and the drug cartels did not get the message here's the problem there is very much a crisis on the border yes the caravans are no longer coming the way we saw them just a few months ago the president has been working with the governments of mexico honduras guatemala uh, El Salvador and progress is being made but it doesn't mean that illegal aliens aren't flowing across the border it doesn't mean that narcotics aren't flowing across the border and it doesn't mean that um perhaps dro- weapons are coming across that very dangerous border you know the most recent statistics show that the number of aliens entering the United States and getting arrested by the patrol has gone from maybe 100 110,000 per month to 60,000 a month let's say 60,000 a month. 19 hijackers on 9-11 killed more people on that day than we lost to the entire Japanese fleet at Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. How is that not a crisis? Thousands of people flowing into the country, seeking to enter uh, surreptitiously is a problem. And what's so amazing to me is we hear all this nonsense from the right and the left, the animosity, one American to the other the democrats are this and the republicans are that and we're at war with each other which is what the globalists want they want americans fighting each other so we ignore the damage being done by them that's the point whether they're democrats or republicans the politicians are in agreement of open borders there's only one person that has stood up to the idea of open borders and that was donald trump why do you think he's under such vicious attack from every corner because he is the guy that dumped sand on their picnic. I don't think we've had a president since Eisenhower who truly understood the significance of sovereign borders. It started with Jimmy Carter saying, we're going to call illegal aliens undocumented workers. It started with Ronald Reagan providing an amnesty for nearly 4 million illegal aliens. And what you're not hearing is how many aliens who were given lawful status that applied to their relatives. So the Reagan amnesty probably wound up co- enabling maybe a total of 10 million new immigrants to come to the United States, starting with people who were here illegally, including people who went on to be involved in the terror attacks of 1993 at the Trade Center. Some of them had gotten amnesty thanks to Ronald Reagan. This isn't a left-right issue. It's a right-wrong issue. You know, what we really need to do when we speak to our neighbors, because we must have conversations, folks, and we've got to stop fighting among ourselves. If you look at the pollsters, Think about this. I really want you to think about this. Turn on any network, and when they talk about the polls, what do you hear? The black Americans want this, and Latino Americans want open borders, and the Jewish Americans want. We're divided up by race, by religion, by ethnicity. That's un American. It's profiling. If law enforcement did it, people would have a fit, and it would be understandable. But when the pollsters do it, everyone just nods their heads and says, oh, yeah, we want to attract the Latino voter. We've got to have illegal aliens. Really? Do you think that lawful immigrants who happen to be Latino or American citizens who might be third, fourth, fifth generation American are happy that we don't have control over who comes into the country? Do you think Latino Americans are happy that their children are going to school with members of MS-13? Do you think Chinese-Americans are happy that their kids are going to school with members of Chinese-Asian organized crime groups? Crime isn't limited to the Latino community. It's not limited to any community. Any human being whose hand gets cut bleeds red. Just as we all have red blood, human nature is human nature, and I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care where you were born. Every group of people, every race, religion, and ethnicity has the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you want to talk about demographics, why the hell aren't you talking about Americans who are retired versus Americans who are in school and getting out and they're all voting? Well, the kid that's coming out with an engineering degree wants to know that he or she has a good job to go to. The guy that's retired is worried about Social Security benefits. The family who has children, they're concerned about the schools in their community. People without kids, people who don't have nieces and nephews probably don't care so much. People who live on farms don't care about mass transit. People who live in big cities are very much concerned about mass transit, but don't give a damn about the cost of soybeans or the price of soybeans, but tell that to a soybean farmer. Understand that there are legitimate demographics that you can look at if you want to know where Americans stand on various issues. But demographics doesn't mean race, religion, or ethnicity. This, in my judgment, is all part of this insane divide-and-conquer strategy that has been foisted on us by everybody and anybody, and and dopey Americans are falling for this garbage. Back when I went to Brooklyn College, we used to say that the masses are asses, and goddammit, they were right. I've never seen anything dumber in my life. Why would you believe that Americans who happen to be black have different dreams than Americans who are white? And then we hear about white privilege. My goodness gracious, we have people of every race and religion living well and people of every race, religion, and ethnicity living in poverty. The greatest number of homeless people are white men, for example. Where is their white privilege? This is all divisive nonsense. This is all bigotry foisted on us. by by the globalists and by others who don't have America or Americans' best interests at heart. When you think of special interest groups, what makes them special? What makes them special is how deep their pockets are. Campaign contributions are nothing more than bald-faced bribes. When I was a federal agent, I couldn't take a cup of coffee. Not on duty. If I knocked on some guy's door because his neighbor down the block was the target of an investigation – Very often people will tell you whatever you need to know. They don't want criminals living on their block. But if you walked into someone's house and they said, Agent Cutler, we're having coffee and cake. Why don't you join us? I was only allowed to accept a glass of ice water. It wasn't just that we were told. It's the way we did our job. We didn't want, and it was not allowed, for us to make people think we're their personal agent. We're here for you specifically. We're here helping America. We want to help your community. But you had to keep the public at arm's length. Is that what the politicians do? These people wake up in the morning, and their first thought is, where do I get my next money? They're like crack addicts looking for their fix. I turned on Fox News the other day, and they were talking about how many millions of dollars were in each of the candidates' coffers who were running for president. Not who had the better ideas, but how much money were they gathering up? We need a new position in the government, the official auctioneer. Maybe they can get the guy from the meekum auction, uh, auto auction. I think he does a good job. And the hypocrisy is astonishing. The crisis on the border is over? Really? Nobody's talking about those millions who came across the border, who have flooded the, the, the court system, so that an alien who's arrested and needs to see a judge may not see a judge for years. Nobody's talking about the people who may commit fraud to get green cards and stay here permanently, even though they were part of those huge huge caravans. And look at the crisis that we're facing. If you read my article, you will see that the military, in fact, is practicing moving command and control of our Middle East forces from Qatar, where our military calls them sitting ducks for Iran to South Carolina. They're practicing switching control in case something happens to our people in Qatar. We know that Iran is on the move. They launched a drone attack on the Saudi refineries. They're getting more and more desperate as the economic sanctions put in place by President Trump are having an impact. We have no alternative but to impose those sanctions because it is clear that Iran is determined to get a nuclear weapon. They have promised to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, and we'd probably be next in line if they had their druthers. We have to make certain that they don't get to that position. How we could have had that deal with them boggles my mind, but that's a story for another day. But you have Chuck Schumer jumping up and down and saying, oh, my God, the president pulled troops out of Syria. ISIS fighters are liable to be released, and they're going to come to the United States, and they're going to come with fake passports. Well, terrorists have been coming to the United States with fake passports for decades. Read the 9-11 Commission report. In fact, I'd love to see a journalist involved in the – presidential debates ask that question of every single candidate here's the question of the hour yes or no yes or no did you read the 9-11 commission report yes or no your positions on immigration do they square with the findings of the 9-11 commission report that made it clear that immigration fraud was the key method of entry and embedding for terrorists clearly chuck schumer knows that immigration fraud includes fake passports And then you've got the same Democrats, and Chuck Schumer is the minority leader. He's their leader in the Senate saying, let's get away without enforcing immigration laws. Let's stop enforcing laws. Let's decriminalize immigration laws. Clearly, Schumer understands the issue. He's a smart guy. One of my friends went to school with him. He got a perfect SAT score, from what I understand. Nobody will ever accuse Chuck of being stupid, moral or ethical. That's a whole other conversation, because he gets it. And this isn't the first time. He's talked about imposing a five-year prison sentence on anybody who would trespass on critical infrastructure. He's right. It's a threat. And he said especially when we're dealing with people from overseas because of the threat of terrorism. People from overseas, folks, a.k.a. aliens. And New York City at the same time says, well, don't you use the word alien. If you just call someone an illegal alien, you might, go, you might get fined 250000 as a hate crime. The term alien is a legal term. It's in Section 1101 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, Title 8, And it simply says an alien is any person not a citizen or national of the United States. Where's the insult? The problem with the word alien, and there's a big problem with it. There's a huge problem. There's a smelling problem with the word alien. You know what the problem is? It provides clarity to the conversation. When you're a con artist, the last thing you want is clarity or honesty. You're out to swindle people by confounding their understanding of an issue alien is not an insult it's a statement of fact you're either a citizen or you are an alien that is throughout the world there's two types of people who are standing on a piece of property you're either a citizen or an alien non-citizens or alien where's the insult by using the word immigrant then you could say that anybody who wants immigration law enforcement is anti-immigrant no they're pro-enforcement but they're labeled anti-immigrant. And as soon as you're labeled anti-anything, folks, the result is immediate. You are now being forced to climb a very tall mountain that they've slathered with grease. Lots of luck getting up that mountain. He's anti-immigrant. And the people that want anarchy are pro-immigrant. No, they're not. No, they're not. The legal immigration system of the United States is the most generous in the world. I was just as happy to see an alien get a green card as I was to see an alien get deported who should have been deported. It was about enforcing laws that are designed to keep out criminals, keep out terrorists, keep out spies, keep out human rights violators, keep out war criminals, keep out fugitives from justice, keep out aliens with dangerous diseases or aliens who would displace American workers or become a public charge. Title 8, United States Code Section 1182, The Grounds for Exclusion. Very clear. Nothing about race, religion, or ethnicity, but you'd never know it, to listen to the garbage being spewed by the open borders anarchists. How is it pro-immigrant to be happy that criminals are moving into ethnic immigrant communities, and not just from Latin America? Again, I go back to my point. Human nature is human nature. So you have Italian mobsters, you have Israeli mobsters, you have members of the Jamaican drug posses, the Colombian cartels, Asian organized crime how do i know because i arrested all of those players all those characters i've arrested terrorists in my career why would you not want to keep people out of your country who want to kill you everyone talks about whether or not the military ought to be backing up the border patrol the reality is the border patrol and ice agents back up the military The primary shared mission of all five branches of the U.S. armed forces is to keep America's enemies as far from our shores as possible. But up close and in person, that task falls to the Border Patrol and ICE. And you have the Democratic Party saying, let's disband immigration enforcement. Let's disband immigration enforcement. I will rhetorically ask you a question I've asked before. If you went to the airport and were about to get on an airplane and saw a bunch of guys with backpacks sneaking past TSA, would you be stupid enough to get on that airplane? i don't think so then why are we being forced to live among millions of aliens who snuck past a very similar vetting process we conducted ports of entry and i was looking at some editorial that was online a couple of days ago and this open borders anarchist said we can't shut down the mexican border it would destroy us the wall will shut down the border the wall wouldn't shut down the border folks the wall that president is having built does not block ports of entry It only funnels everybody and all things through ports of entry so they can be inspected, vetted, and a record of entry created. Think of it as the velvet ropes that you find in the bank when you're looking to talk to a teller. You don't form an immediate mob scene in the bank. You get online, and you make your way through this cattle run, if you will, until you get to the next available teller. That wall is is no different from that velvet rope that makes certain that everybody gets to see a teller. Everybody gets to see an inspector at a port of entry. That's what it's about. It's not about stopping anybody, but about making sure that anyone who wants to come in has to identify himself or herself so that we can keep out those who want to hurt us. That's what it's about. But look at the way it's portrayed. Berlin had a wall. You know, the wall came down. The Berlin Wall was designed to keep East Germans from fleeing the oppression the totalitarian nature of their government. and while we're speaking about totalitarian governments what happened to the nba the national basket association the basketball association basket is right basket of idiots they are opposed to the people in hong kong looking for their own freedom they're siding with china because the price is right again where is that auctioneer that we so desperately need We have a serious problem in America. We know the price of everything and the value of nothing. And look at the idiots that run companies. Yes, they want the cheap labor, but don't they understand that the engine that drives the U.S. economy, for the most part, is America's middle class? The poor aren't going out there and buying all these great things. And the wealthy, there's not that many of them. It's the middle class that's the economic engine. It's the middle class that's the engine for democracy because – If you look at an upwardly mobile, significant middle class, then you give birth to the American dream and the sense of freedom and people with some time on their hands who can become involved in government and and, and do volunteer work and and live a decent life. That's why we go to school. At least that's why we tell our kids they should go to school. And now you've had the House and Senate pass a bill, and I don't know what the president did with it, that would allow more H-1B visa holders to come into the United States, stay here permanently, and displace American high-tech workers. That's not the America that I grew up in. You see, our government is supposed to look out for the average American, but of course there are the special interest groups, and their interests are special because they have nothing to do with America or Americans. It's mind-boggling. Jeff Bezos, um, from what I just heard, um, stopped giving health care benefits to a couple of hundred part-time workers. The man is worth over a hundred billion dollars but he saw fit to say, "Mm, we're not going to give them health care. If you're worth $100 billion and you're going to take a couple of hundred employees and tell them if you get sick, who cares what happens to you? That's the kind of greed that we've been seeing build in America. If you wonder why people are leaning towards the left, they're looking at this kind of rampant corporate welfare, which is what it is. And it's funny, AOC so-called, I call her Alexandria the barmaid, running around saying corporate welfare well the biggest demonstration of corporate welfare folks are sanctuary cities and illegal immigration and rampant use of high-tech visas so that american workers get knocked out of the box so they could save money at the corporate level by hiring cheap exploitable labor that's corporate welfare understand what this really is this isn't capitalism this is welfare for the wealthy to make certain that they can get people to work for them at the lowest possible wage, especially by importing them from overseas. This goes against not only everything we believe in and not only violates the findings of the 9-11 Commission, we have no idea who's here at this point, but it even goes against the labor movement. People who broke strikes used to be given the unflattering title of scab labor. This is the modern-day equivalent of scab labor being imported into the United States so we can displace americans you know i'm registered as a democrat and i have many interesting conversations with my friends but we don't do it based on democrats versus republicans we do it based on issues if you're going to have conversations with your neighbors with your family with people at work leave donald trump out of it trump is a controversial figure it it blows my mind that it's hard to have a conversation and talk about the president of your country that's how screwed up we are But that's where we are. And don't talk about Democrats or Republicans. They both suck, okay? Talk about the issues. Ask your neighbor, do you think it makes sense that we import more foreign workers than the number of new jobs that we're creating? Do you think it makes sense that we flooded America with aliens who are involved in gangs so children are going to school, junior high and high school, with members of transnational gangs, including MS-13, that most frequently target young children in the Latino community. Look at the names of the kids who were killed by MS-13. Almost every name is a Latino name. How is it pro immigrant to say we're going to allow MS-13 to infest the ethnic Latino immigrant communities? Because they are an infestation. I investigated them for several years. I began the investigation back in the early 90s when they were a relatively small problem. The open borders and unaccompanied minors flooded America with these characters. They're among the most antisocial, psychotic, violent individuals I've ever encountered in my 30 years of law enforcement. Their their slogan is rape, kill, control. And who are they raping and killing? 12, 13, 14-year-old kids. Does that make any sense to anybody? Does it make sense that we're giving our technology to countries like China by educating their kids, allowing them to get jobs in our industries, including companies that do military contract work, so they could build up their islands in the South China Sea, their artificial islands, which are illegal. They're trying to gain sovereignty over what's international areas. They want control of the air rights over what should be open skies and they're using american technology to build their military against us i believe it was lenin who said the capitalists will sell you the rope with which you will hang them folks we're having a fire sale on rope and my position isn't anti immigrant my goodness but we need to understand why we have borders and why we have immigration laws and the damage that we're doing so you have chuck schumer saying that if you trespass you should go to jail for five years even if you're a 16 year old boy his website read it you'll see i'm not making this up it's on his website trespassing is dangerous but when you trespass on america he's an advocate for giving those people citizenship chuck schumer says we're going to go after the human traffickers but then he supports sanctuary cities rather than law enforcement so that we can work with the aliens who have legitimately been trafficked and provide them with visas if they help us to dismantle the human trafficking organizations, because we can do that. But you don't hear that from the globalists. We're going to protect the immigrants from the evil ICE agents. My job was to protect everybody as a federal agent and to secure communities against crime and to protect the Constitution of the United States and our national security. That's what ICE agents do. The second-largest contingent of law enforcement officers who were assigned to the Joint Terrorism Task Force and point of fact are immigration agents. And you've been seeing one after another sleeper agents arrested in the United States. I spoke about one last week who was here for over 20, almost 20 years. He came here in, in, 2000, uh, in 2000. He had joined Hezbollah three years earlier. He was caught with photographs. He's scoping out locations in New York, Washington, and elsewhere for potential terror attacks through our intelligence we found out that he attempted to kill an israeli agent they thought he was an agent overseas fortunately he failed but this guy is an active terrorist we had another one who was just found guilty came to the united states in 2012 from saudi arabia his wife was on a student visa he came in as a dependent of of a woman on a student visa he applied for flight school, had to be fingerprinted because that's what's required since 9-11, that if you apply for a pilot's license, you have to be fingerprinted. Turns out that his fingerprints showed up at a base run by al-Qaeda. They found his application seeking to become an al-Qaeda operative. He actually attended training with some of the 9-11 hijackers trying to get a pilot's license in the United States and Oklahoma two years ago. Two years ago just found guilty and when you read the press release from the justice department you realize he's been active on social media still waging his anti-american diatribes against our country god knows why he wanted that pilot's license but meanwhile new york city gives driver's licenses to illegal aliens whose identities can't be verified and what is the weapon of choice for terrorists around the world not airplanes i don't know of a single case involving a hijacked airplane and terrorism since 9-11 look at what happens around the world what did we see people renting trucks and using the trucks to mow down lots of people and so we're giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens in a place like new york city in particular but that threatens the whole country because once you get a new york driver's license you can go anywhere in the united states and rent a car but yet If some 85-year-old woman in a wheelchair wants to get on an airplane or some five-year-old little girl wants to run back and hug grandma before she gets on the airplane, TSA goes bats. We have to strip search them. God knows what they're up to. Yes, that five-year-old is going to overpower the flight crew. That 85-year-old woman is going to spring out of her wheelchair and beat everybody up on the airplane. What we have is kabuki theater. You have 6,000 immigration agents for the whole country, 25,000, I'm sorry, 45,000 people working for TSA, and Chuck Schumer running around saying, oh, my God, these ISIS terrorists are liable to come to America with fake passports. By the way, what agency bears primary responsibility for aliens who went to the United States with fake passports? ICE. What agency does the Democratic Party want to end? ICE. So Schumer clearly understands the risk. Why isn't he sitting down with Pelosi and the other leaders of the Democratic Party and saying to them, what the hell are you talking about? ICE is our first and last line of defense against these terrorists that keep me awake at night. He's made the arguments. Read what he's written. He's clear on this. Trespassing is dangerous. Terrorists have fake passports. And yet Schumer and company wants to end immigration law enforcement. They vilify the ICE agents. Assaults are up by more than 100% on ICE agents. And in New York City now, we're going to be closing Rikers Island. And finally, the police commissioner has grown a pair of uh, vocal cords and has spoken out against the mayor and said, my God, if we don't have the capacity to imprison violent prisoners, violent criminals, people are going to lose their lives. This makes the city dangerous. The victims in the minds of de Blasio and some of these extreme left-wing lunatics, the victims are the criminals. This is Orwellian. Left is right, right is left, up is down, love is hate. Uh, Folks, at what point do we look at the situation with a realistic view to what is happening? Our immigration laws are as fair as you could possibly imagine. And don't look at this nonsense. Well, 100 years ago, the laws were unfair. Yes, they were. And 150 years ago, we had slavery. What does that have to do with today? The immigration laws are about keeping up people who pose a threat to our safety. It has nothing to do with race, nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with ethnicity. How many more times do I have to pick up a Justice Department report or a newspaper report or turn on the TV? And find that some sheriff in Maryland or someplace else, Virginia, God knows where, or New York City, my hometown, released an alien who was wanted by ICE. The alien is immediately released and goes to some girl's house and rapes her. Or goes to some young girl, as we saw in Baltimore, or Maryland, rather, not Baltimore, about a month ago. And I wrote about it, and I said, maybe these people should be prosecuted, because the sheriff released them after ICE said we want them. These two members of MS-13... Who had been indicted and charged with attempted murder in the first degree or conspiracy to commit murder. So they released the guy. Ice said we want him, and they said to the hell with ice. They released this guy these two guys. They allegedly found the fourteen year old girl they thought had spoken to the police within days of their release, and they killed her with machetes and baseball bats. Wow, that's compassion, right? If I sound angry, I am. I took an oath to support the laws of our country and defend the Constitution. And you have people that we elect to write the laws saying that those people who enforce the laws that Congress wrote are the enemy? Folks, this is psychotic. It would appear that these people are determined to destroy as many innocent lives as possible. I don't know whose side they're on, but I certainly don't have the sense that they're on the side of the average American. We need to have conversations with our neighbors. And any politician who opposes secure borders and fair but effective immigration law enforcement needs to be voted out of office, needs to be primaried and then voted out. Those laws are designed to protect American lives, the jobs of Americans, our children's future. That's what's at stake. There are no laws that are more fundamental or more significant than the immigration laws. Please go to Title 8, United States Code, Section 1182. Whatever I tell you is verifiable. It tells you who was supposed to be kept out of the country. Not one word about race, religion, or ethnicity. I assure you, if our laws were based on race, religion, or ethnicity, I couldn't have enforced those laws for 30 seconds, let alone 30 years. One of the happiest days I had on my job, and I may have mentioned it previously, We arrested a guy who himself thought was an illegal alien, and when we started to interview him about his family, it turned out that his father had joined the U.S. military, became a United States citizen when he was a young teenager. He derived U.S. citizenship from his father, and so even though he was no longer with his father, that didn't matter. The law said if the father becomes a citizen, he becomes a citizen. And point of fact, this young man was a citizen. He literally, when we told him, fell to his knees, and kissed the floor of our building, and then he started hugging all of us. There wasn't a dry eye in my office. It was one of my happiest days, and one of the happiest days for everybody on duty that day. We're not sadistic. We didn't take pleasure in say, we're going to deport you. Yay, unless the guy was a criminal. Then absolutely, we did cartwheels. But somebody who shouldn't be here working illegally, they weren't my enemy. I understood that they were desperate. But they were put into that position by their corrupt government and our corrupt government looking to exploit cheap labor. It's the equivalent of modern-day slavery, if you want to talk about that. This has nothing to do with civil rights. And by the way, if you compare what happens with illegal aliens with the idea of civil rights, that's an insult to every black American. The civil rights movement was meant to undo the damage done by slavery and Jim Crow and segregation. Illegal aliens are entitled to human rights. They're entitled to due process. But civil rights means you're entitled to be a full participant in society. How does that work when you shouldn't be here in the first place? And I want you to think about this. There are some candidates talking about free health care for illegal aliens. Number one, we can't afford it. But number two, we would turn America into the emergency room for the world. People with diseases and all kinds of problems would flood the emergency rooms. Resources would have to be parceled and rationed. Americans would lose out. People with dangerous diseases would be attracted to America. We've got to be careful. Ellis Island was a quarantine station. We have to give some thought to what we're hearing. The most important thing we can do, folks, is ask questions. Ask questions. The biggest return that we've ever gotten from the United States space program is the next set of questions. Voltaire said you judge a person's intelligence by the questions that we ask. Please ask the questions. Please encourage your neighbors to ask the questions. Please tell them about my program. Tell them about my website, michaelcutler.net. Check out my articles at dmlnews.com and frontpagemag.com. Share the materials. Let's have an open dialogue, folks. We shouldn't be fighting among ourselves. I've traveled across this great country, and let me tell you, um, Americans are far more similar than dissimilar. When you sit down over a good meal, and discuss those things that are of mutual concern e pluribus unum is a very important concept out of many one let's remember to be united as Americans we're all part of this one great American family has no, nothing to do with race or religion or ethnicity let's focus on those things that make us similar please get involved folks please remember that democracy is not a spectator sport. I will not be doing my program next week. I'm traveling to uh, Florida with Dennis Michael Lynch. We're doing an event in, uh, in uh, West Palm Beach, but I will be back in two weeks. I hope you'll be joining me then uh, right here on the Michael Cutler Hour. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Please get involved and please ask those important questions. See you in two weeks.